Good morning. Hello. Welcome to Worth Weight. My name is Cozy Clark and today's episode is going to be about groceries and money. And so you're like, well, why is she talking about money on a weight loss podcast? Here's the thing. When your past experiences dictate or form the way you think about money, the way you think about food, the way you think about relationships. And so really what you have to do is you have to learn to and train, retrain your mind, your body to think differently when it comes to food and money. And right now we're kind of in a really crazy time where you'll go to the supermarket and there won't be any food or you go to the supermarket and when you used to pay a dollar for a loaf of bread, maybe you're paying two or three dollars for a loaf of bread and it's the cheap bread at at that. So, um, you know, you go to the grocery store, you buy your food and what used to cost you $60 is now costing you $200 or $120. And so you think, oh my gosh, I'm, I don't have enough money to buy groceries and it's getting really tight. And, um, from past experience, I have lived a life where at one point, I didn't even have enough to buy peanut butter and jelly. I worked a job. I've worked since I was, I don't know, 10 years old. I I started working when I was 10, I was babysitting. And then I went into, I did certain things like I, I flipped burgers at a racetrack, um, like a motocross racetrack. I've worked at a grocery store. I worked when I was going through bar, when I was going through college, I worked at bars. I worked at a church playing the organ. I did that like three or four times a week. That's really good money, by the way. Um, and so I did so much. But my job, my main job that I had at the moment, like I was working 30 hours a week. And when you work at a bar, you know, not only do you make your hourly wage, but you also make tips. And so I was getting cut back from 30 hours a week to 10 hours a week. And when that happened, I ended up not having enough money to even buy groceries because I had to pay my bills. I mean, I had to have a place to live. So what came last? And I believe that probably a lot of our elderly actually deal with this as well, where they have, you know, they make $800 a month if they're lucky, and then they pay their rent and rent is very high luckily we do have elderly where I live we do have elderly housing where it's available where they can have a base on their income so it's like low so they pay what they can afford but what if you are if you're making $800 a month and your rent is $500 a month you have $300 left over and by the time you figure in your electricity and your you know, garbage and your heating bill, because those might be two separate things or three separate things. You really don't have much to buy for food. You might have a hundred dollars. And so, um, I just didn't, for me, I didn't have enough money to pay for anything. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't even afford peanut butter and jelly. I did buy a lot of ramen, just so you know. I ate a lot of ramen when I was in uh, college. 
which I hate, by the way. And I also hate peanut butter and jelly because I also ate that a lot in college too when I could afford it. And what happened though is though the universe and God, depending on what you believe in, the universe or God always provided for me. And he provided me for me in weird ways that were completely unexpected. And um, so I, the church that I was working at, I was letting them know, like I said, was talking to the one lady and she said, her name was Clara, by the way, she was a she was an amazing woman. I believe she's passed on now. But I was talking to Clara and I said, I lost my job. I'm down to 10 hours a week. I don't know what to do. I don't even have enough money to buy peanut butter and jelly. And she said, oh my gosh, I'm in control or I'm in charge of the food pantry. So she ended up helping me out by giving me food, donating food to me that was donated through members of the community that had enough and so I, what I want to do is eventually get to the point of talking about having enough and how it's okay to have enough but um, I also had other things too like my one mom's friend her name was Nancy and she said I don't even know why she decided to kick in or help or what brought her to the moment that she should help me but um, her my mom's friends my mom passed away a long time ago but my mom's friends have always stayed in touch with me and they gave me homemade jellies and bought me a bag of groceries maybe two bags of groceries and um the other friend said you know i owed your mom a hundred dollars a long time ago and i never paid her back and so i am paying you so you do not owe me this money back and um, she said, I am paying you this $100, and if your brother ever needs it, you should pay it to him, like paying it forward. So those were like just a couple of ways that God in the universe, for me, it's God, and he provided for me and made sure I was always taken care of. And I want you to really think about that. When it comes to your life, has God provided for you? Has the universe always provided for you? Like, have you lived, I know some people have lived in a cardboard box, and unfortunately, it's very unfortunate. But something always works out. Some, I have never starved to death, let's be clear. So when I talk about past experiences, first thing is, is God provides. And, you know, honestly, too, the when it comes to money and the price of groceries, Oreos are still expensive. But what do you want to spend your money on? Do you want to, yes, you want to eat fun foods, but instead of eating fun foods every day or fitting in those fun foods, maybe only just having one or two a week instead of one or two a month, a day, fitting in those fun foods but choosing healthier foods which are just as expensive as the Oreos and breaking that down because lettuce is still expensive so is Oreos but lettuce well romaine lettuce gives you more nutritional value than those Oreos and what may be seem costly now by eating the right foods, your health will be in the right place. And when your health is in the right place, you're less likely to be on certain medications, which in turn is one going to make your health insurance less. And it's also going to make your medications less. If you don't have to buy medication, it is going to save you money. If you don't have to because you're overweight, not taking care of yourself, 
you do that start doing that now in the future when you become elderly you will have less health problems the healthier you are now or working on your health right now so you can think of it as two separate different you know you could think of well here's the thing Oreos are just as expensive as lettuce or carrots the other amazing thing or you know things that I've done I've been a huge couponer my whole for ever since my kids were little because I was buying diapers and diapers are super expensive at least that's what I thought so if I could save two dollars or four dollars on diapers I did that and I even had the coupon book by the way I was like psycho about it not that you should be because and I don't do it as much now because the coupons just really aren't as good and my kids aren't little anymore so our you know there's not a lot of there's not a lot of opportunity to save money on groceries I mean there's still apps and we use receipt pals so I get um, points and I earn those those points equal you know gift cards to Walmart or Amazon or whatever it is so sometimes I'll buy something fun but now it's you know the coupons aren't as good so how do you save money on groceries well I will say this like even if you're in a city area you can do a garden gardening is available you have to think a little bit outside the box when it comes to a city living um, I live in the country but tomorrow and throughout this next weekend I am going to be planting my garden and when I plant my garden I think about things that will last a long time so things that I can freeze or things that I can can and canning is like an age-old thing that people have been doing it back in since like before the Great Depression because that's how they preserve their foods and made their items last longer so it wasn't just oh, I'm going to, you know, eat my green beans right now. It was so that you could eat green beans 52 weeks out of the year. And living in an area where it snows six months out of the year, it's super important to preserve those foods. Now, I I prefer freezing my green beans or freezing my peas. But here's the deal. When it comes to freezing, you also leave it up to the um, electric power to make sure that your electric never goes off. In the funny story, this one time, I just finished freezing all of my sweet corn, put my last bag in the freezer, and it didn't even have a chance to freeze yet, or else it probably would have been fine. But we lost electricity for three days. And at that point, I just decided that I was no longer, I was never going to freeze my corn again because it was so much work and it all went to waste so my point is is that you can store and and I don't know if you've ever read the book it's called the storehouse principle you can store for the future and it's okay to have more than enough and why is it okay to have more than enough well as you are um, storing what happens when you have more than enough so if you have I will use zucchini as an as a I will use zucchini as an example but and if you've ever had a garden and you've had zucchini once that zucchini decides to start blooming and creating more zucchini you don't just have one you have like 50 all at once and so what do you do when you have so much zucchini well you can only freeze so much because you probably won't eat that much or and you so you can freeze it you can can it 
But what do you do when you have so much? You give it to your friends, family, neighbors, anybody around you who might be in need of zucchini. You post it on Facebook and you're like, I have tons of zucchini. Would anybody like some? Yes, I would love some. And so as a person who has more than enough, you have more than enough money, you have more than enough food, then you have that availability to go ahead and donate some because you are able to provide for yourself. And maybe somebody isn't or some, maybe they're not um, healthy enough to be able to take their own garden or maybe they just don't have the spot. And so as you're thinking about that, you're, you have the ability, it's okay to have more than enough food and how do you do that? And then what happens? You share it with others and you provide for your community, you donate and you serve. And so, like, I just want to talk about one more thing, and then I'm going to sign off for the day. But when it comes to, well, we live in the city, or we live, depending on where you live, I believe it's Holland, that in Holland, they don't have a lot of land. Um, It's similar to city living. But if you do not have, if you have any grass, you don't plant grass, you plant flowers, you plant vegetables, you make the use out of every single space that you possibly can to be able to create what you want. And so when it comes to, well, I don't have this, it is possible, you just have to think differently and it doesn't have to cost a fortune, you know, but maybe you, for a week, provide yourself to your own tomatoes or your own cucumbers. So those are all capabilities where you can storehouse and be able to donate to others. Or maybe you're walking down the street and you have a tomato and you wanna donate it to somebody that you see sitting there that is homeless and needs it. I don't know. So anyways, that is um, my talk today on having money, having food, how you think about food, how you think about your groceries, and you know how it is okay to have an overabundance because there's so much more that you can do with it by serving your communities donating serving yourself and you know it's not selfish to have more than enough food to provide for yourself that is simply it is taking care of your family is feeding your family important yes it is and is and the more you have you know and maybe it's not like if you do have kids especially you know how those kids just magically show up on your doorstep you're feeding the community and when you have more than enough you have that capability to do so so anyways thank you so much for listening today my name is cozy clark and thank you for watching listening to worth the wait